we talk a lot about how deranged kind of American partisanship and the culture war is down there. But I mean, good grief, people who are like self-described centrists who, you know, might feature regularly on the I stand with Trudeau hashtag tweeting about, well, you know, I mean, are we really going to judge this young man who just wanted food in his belly? But I mean, literally just inventing historical facts. This guy joined when he was 16. And I want to read just actually from something he wrote. And I believe he wrote this at the tender age of 80, you know, so when we're all still in the throes of our youthful indiscretions, quote, I just turned 16 and the next two years were the happiest years of my life. In July 1941, the German army occupied Berezani. We greeted the German soldiers with joy. There are photos of him uh, in Munich in 1943 at the end of that year, uh, undergoing military training, uh, as well as photos of him in Neuerhammer, a German village, which is near where the uh, current border with Poland is, uh, where he's posing with soldiers and an uh, anti-aircraft gun. There was, until uh, I believe earlier today, for the last several years, quite literally a bursary at the University of Alberta named for this guy. And, you know, kudos to uh, Jeremy Appel of The Orchard for his, you know, reporting on this, not just the University of Alberta, but this incident as a whole. Uh, kudos as well to Taylor Noakes for his write-up in The Star on this, and also to David Puglisi uh, of The Ottawa Citizen, who's been doing excellent work as well. His latest reporting is about the calls coming from Jewish groups in particular, demanding the full unredacted release of uh, a report, I'm forgetting the name now uh, that the government of Canada conducted in the 1980s, the full public version of it, as I understand, is not available anywhere, uh, on this bizarre phenomenon of Waffen SS members ending up uh, in Canada after the Second World War. You know, one might ask, well, why was there a former Waffen-SS veteran living in North Bay? One similarly might ask why a major Canadian university uh, had a bursary named for said veteran of Hitler's Waffen-SS. You might similarly ask why there are statues of uh, Stefan Bandera and other far-right figures, uh, or why bricks named for former veterans who fought for Nazi Germany uh, were placed on something called the Victims of Communism Memorial in Ottawa. And look, uh, until now, the Canadian media has been very reticent to ask questions about this. And I think if anything good comes of this incident, it will be a serious examination of the historical reality that in uh, the post-war climate, you know, in uh, you know the, the context of kind of feverish and ferocious anti-communism, uh, it wasn't just the United States where this happened. It was, uh, you know, in various Western powers, the attitude was, well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So these people were virulent anti-communists. And so, you know, hell, We'll bring them into North Bay and they can be strike breakers for, you know, a mining company or something like that, which apparently is something that happened. Just a little context for the reaction to this particular case, though, that I think might be worth noting is that, of course, when this man was announced in Parliament, everybody stood and applauded. And then immediately, once uh, word started to get around about who he was, Pierre Polyev sort of leapt to make this a liberal mistake, a mistake of Justin Trudeau's government specifically for not uh, not using its vast apparatus to vet a person like this. And that's what sort of led a lot of people on, I'm with Justin Twitter to kind of leap to the defense of, uh, oh, well, you know. The speaker, the speaker fucked up, but he apologized. People fuck up. A- along with, you know, the usual people who were kind of on, on the far right saying things like, well, listen, the, yeah, the Nazis 
Nazis aren't good, but have you heard about the communists? I mean, when you <laughs> add up the number of dead people, Stalin versus Hitler, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I want to say, you know, the speaker obviously resigned within two days. And it's, it's insane that there was even, or maybe it was three days, that there was even an attempt to have him like he thought he was just going to apologize and move on. His apology, by the way, I mean, I've watched a number of media panels on this. And I mean, God, the people who are sort of gushing about like, well, you know, he's a fundamentally decent person and he, he messed up. I mean, look, I do think he got duped. He's just a dummy who used to be a city councilor in North Bay and then, you know, was elected a liberal MP. I genuinely think he didn't know the history. I think especially in the present climate, when you're like, oh, someone fought the Russians. They're just that just means they're encoded as good. But his apology or rather his multiple apologies were not good. 